Welcome, everyone. I am Bob Wurzelbacher, the director of the Respect Life Office for the Arts Diocese of Cincinnati, and this is our video podcast series that we call Being Pro-Life. With Labor Day coming up, we wanted to have another special edition this week on caring for our veterans. Today's guest is Ohio State Representative Rick Perales. Representative Perales, thanks for being with us. How are you doing today? Uh, my pleasure. I'm doing very well. Thank you, Bob. So Representative Perales, I know you're Catholic. I know you're on board with our pro-life initiatives that, we're, that we try to push forward in the state house. But today we want to talk about veterans because uh, we're coming up on Labor Day. So why is it that you have a heart particularly also for this issue? Well, Bob, let me tell you a little bit about my background. I'm a veteran. I served in the United States Air Force. I was a commander out at Wright-Pat when I retired. But probably more important than that is all four of my brothers are vets and my dad's a vet. So this is very special to us. And when I got to the state legislature, you know, every uh, legislator that gets there, they have their sweet spots. They have the aspects that they are smart in, they're aware of, and they want to make an impact on. This was mine, veterans. We have over 900,000 veterans in Ohio, the sixth largest state with veterans, and they need our help. I've been honored and, 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 and pleased to be able to do what I can and engage others. So when you invited me on this show, I absolutely jumped down the Catholic. I'm pro-life, but this is my sweet spot about veterans. So I'm very happy to be on and, and talk a little bit about this. I was in the military myself. I served under Reagan in the Army from 83 to 87. And I also have a father who's a veteran and a father-in-law who was a Vietnam veteran as well. So I have, I have that in my family as well. So what are then? Let's talk about some of the problems that our veterans are experiencing right here in the state of Ohio. Well, first, Bob, uh, thank you. God bless you and your family for your service. Uh, so few Americans now serve and it's very special when you meet a vet and a vet who has family members that served and did the right thing. And, you know, no, no disrespect for those that didn't. I know so many members in the legislature that come up to me and they tell me I would have served, but, you know, physical mm. or something. So uh, they miss an opportunity and they know it and, and they're very respectful of us. So, you know, I'll tell you some of the issues and, and they're not hard to find. Drug abuse. Right. Homelessness, loneliness, and then all the ailments and injuries they suffered downrange or in, while they were in the military. And all of those combine in different manners and ways to situate our vets where they are today. And, you know, this is quite simple to me, and I'm sure you, because of, of your background, is these people, like you and I, sign the dotted line to give your all to this great country and what we stand for. And, and it's incumbent on us when they come back to take care of them as best we can. Bob, one thing I forgot to mention is suicides and mental health. I think it's 17% of suicides in Ohio are by veterans. Wow. Um, I didn't know that. That's a, that's a horrible number. Wow. You know, um, uh, veterans have seen the worst. They come back and sometimes they just can't cope. So, uh, you know, what can we do in Ohio uh, or, or for anywhere for our vets? Because what I say is vets don't cross county or state lines. A vet is a vet is a vet. They served and we need to take care of them. I'll tell you, Ohio, uh, we've been very proactive. I am the uh, chair of the Veteran Caucus. I'm the chair of the uh, Armed Services and Veterans Committee. I, I like to think of me, and I think most of my colleagues would agree that I am the go-to guy for military and veteran matters. I would say some of the things we're doing for 
military and or vets, because it all comes together once you get out. I'll tell you, Senate Bill 7, a, a wonderful bill. It's a joint Senate House bill. But what it did is, and again, you have to think that, you know, some people, you serve four years. Right. I serve 15. Some serve two. You're a vet no matter what. And um, you're going to get out. The veteran families, the military families are so important to us. Senate Bill 7 is something we just got passed. DeWine signed it, I think, in February at the United States Air Force Museum. And what that does is give reciprocity. So if you can think about a military family, you or I, we're married to, a, say, a nurse in Missouri. She's practicing, making good money for our family. We get stationed at right path in Ohio. They don't, they don't observe the Missouri license for nursing. So your wife has a couple of choices. She stays in Missouri and works there, so you're separated, not a good deal. She moves to Ohio where she has to take tests and jump through hoops and pay all kinds of fees to get hers. Meanwhile, waiting tables perhaps or uh, you know, work in retail. That's not a good solution. So we just passed a bill to allow reciprocity for professions so that you're in that scenario, your wife would come to Ohio. They would automatically with a background check and an application free of charge, uh, allow her to practice in the state. Huge. And especially with the virus. Right. That, uh, you know, these are things that most of us don't even think about until somebody right. says, Hey, has you ever Unless thought about what happens when you're being, when you have to relocate? There you go. Right. You're in that situation or you have a, a friend in that. That's the only time. Thing. I'll tell you another good bill. We just got passed it. Two more. Let me tell you. One is in-state tuition. And that was my bill. So any military dependent spouse or children anywhere in the world that wants to go to an Ohio state school can come here for free for in-state tuition. Right. It right. used to take right. at least a year to transfer all that. Now they can come and they can do in-state. It's good for the state. It's good for the citizen. The last thing we did, and again, this is, Bob, this is one of those things that I will tell you that unless you're in a situation or you know someone in a situation, you don't think about it. But we have many military members with special need kids, right? In the past, they'd have to get in line in Ohio system, and it would take two or three years for them to get to the front of the line. And by that time, they were PCSing. We passed the bill this year, just this year, that special needs dependents gets in a different line and gets an immediate assistance. So if you've got a child that has some ailments, disabilities, that just wears on you. And it, it, again, the, here's your choices. You're in Virginia. You got great care for the kid or the wife or the spouse. You move to Wright-Patterson and your choices are getting the back of line weight and take whatever they give you and subsidize it out of your pocket, leave them back at your home where they got good care, or now you got this option. So uh, another great bill for military families, all good bills. And we have so many more lined up to help our military members and their families and transition them into their new life, if you will. We have the Veteran Services Commission. So I don't know if you're aware, and you probably are, or if you're uh, listeners are aware, but um, every county in Ohio has a Veterans Services Commission. 
Okay, right. with commissioners there, and they do everything. They help you with your DD form two two fourteen. They help you to use that to get uh, life insurance, VA benefits, whatever it takes. So we have resources there that a lot of people don't know about. We also have things in Miami Valley. We are so moving forward on this, and what we do is annually, and we're on about a fourth year. We haven't scheduled it yet, but other communities are doing this as well. We have a big show. Ours would be at the Nutter Center uh, with plenty of space with all the DOD contractors, uh, schools, anything. It's like a one-stop shop. So all the vets come and they can go and sign up and get interviews and and look at going to school and get another education, whatever they need. Of course, the VA hospital is there. They're able to touch base with it. It sounds simple, but it hasn't been happening. And it's something that's very important for us to do. So we're in like our fourth year and it's been very successful. The Veteran Services Commission works with the counties to bus our vets out. Their spouses and dependents come out to help them if they need help. Those are the kinds of things that are going on that vets and and friends and spouses of vets, most importantly, because I got to tell you, and you know this, vets are very proud. They say, I don't need help. And they do. And, and we do. So it sometimes takes their daughter or their wife or their friend to help them get past that. Uh, another thing we have is here is Vets Link. And that is set up by the United Way. And that's a 211 call 24 7. So you call 211 in this area and you get a vet on the line. And if you're contemplating suicide or you're struggling and you need, medicine or whatever the, you want to learn about education. These folks are vets talking to vets. That's a key. And they will help guide this, these people through brand new, not rocket science, but very, very beneficial. And then the other one that Cassie's involved with is SOCHI, Southwest Ohio Council for Education, where she connects veterans with working requirements. A vet getting out can disable a bomb and save hundreds of people, what's he do or she do when she gets out? Well, she go to, of course, a police force and disable bombs, which eventually that's got to get old because every day you're out, it may be your last. But, you know, how can you translate the skills they've learned, the dedication, the commitment, the loyalty, the courtesy, showing up on, how can you translate all that into a civilian job? She helps with that too. So I guess my point is that, yeah, we have many programs helping the family, the service member, but then we have many programs helping to transition that member into civilian life, which is very difficult for many using the VA. And we've got a great VA system, uh, the hospital, to ensure that we give that veteran the best care and the best opportunity to transfer into the civilian community as we possibly can. Right. You've talked about so many things. I'm sure, you know, the the getting people together, I forget what that one was called, but uh, you're new to a neighborhood and you want to talk to other veterans and you want to see what services are out there. It's a whole lot easier if they're all there rather than, I don't know, looking it up online and trying to call. Trying to sort it out. Right. Right. Sure. That's extremely helpful. 211. I had no idea about that. So is that more of an emergency only, or that's a hotline for Emergency and non-emergencies alike. You just need to talk to a veteran. You have a simple question. Just go ahead and call that for that. The latter. The latter. Uh, I mean, it is certainly, you know, a veteran's got a gun, load it, figuring out if I'm going to go this way or that way. 
Absolutely, it's for that. But a veteran that says, gee whiz, I just got out. I didn't get a whole lot of help getting out, although the military services are trying, and I don't know where to go to next. That works for that. And I'll tell you another thing. If you have listeners that just want to talk to me, because like I said, I'm in the middle of all this. I, I'm happy to give you my number if that's appropriate. Sure. 937-604-5637. And I will tell you, I was a commander in the military. I'm the chair of the Veterans Caucus, and I'm the chair of the House Armed Services and Veterans Committee. So again, if somebody's struggling with depression, there's so many things that our vets are going through. I can't list them all, but whatever they're struggling through, there's someone out there that can help them. And, you know, as Christians, as Catholics who believe in serving our country, but more so believe in serving our fellow man and woman, this is the least we can do. Let me tell you another great thing. I've got a website. It's uh, corralesforohio.com. They'll see, if you go there, for the last five years, six years, I've set up a base, old-fashioned baseball game. I set it up on the Dayton VA campus and the proceeds, all the, so it's, it's the Iron Horses, which is an old-fashioned baseball team against the, get this, electric officials, <laughs> not elected, just a little play there, right? right? So I try to get as many of my colleagues to play, and then I fill in with local government officials, county commissioners, mayor, and we've done this for six years. The vets come out, the inpatient vets come out, watch. We get the motorcycle riders coming. We got a DJ. We got food people give. And, and then we play. And I will tell you, I'm proud because I'm the coach, shortstop of our team. We've got smoke for like five years, and we finally won this year. But oh, the, thing, the proceeds, every one of our legislators pay $100 to play. And then we try to get more money. Proceeds has been going to the inpatient veterans activity fund. So if you have to be an inpatient at the VA center to get an operation, there's nothing to do. And, and, and the DOD separates money very carefully. Uh, money that goes to the vets for care is one thing. Money for like activities is another thing. They can't pay for that. So they have to raise money. Non-appropriate funds is what we call it. So we raise money so these guys can do woodwork while they're there, go bowling if they're able to, to get books for them. But this year it was special. We couldn't do it on campus, the VA campus, because they're building there, a wonderful campus. And while I say this about Dayton, Cincinnati, all the large city has a VA campus, a big one or small one. So they have the same thing. So we gave it this year money, which are probably 3000 not a whole lot, but we gave it to the Veteran Food Security Fund. I would also encourage your uh, listeners to go to the VA center near them, the website, and see what they need. See how they can volunteer. It may be as easy as just coming and greeting our vets who are just struggling and, and pushing their wheelchair, or maybe they can do a fundraiser for them. Like you said, Labor Day is coming up, and then in November, we have a whole slew of stuff for the veterans. So uh, again, use my number, call me if you want to know anything, how I can connect you, but there are so many opportunities for your listeners to help those who have given their all for us. So great. So you mentioned your website. So if you go to paralysisforohio.com, there's the website. Children's Education Fund. Keep going, keep going. I will tell you this right there. I, I know most of you folks know Jim Trussell as national championship coach for OSU. Jim right. Trussell and his, the guy next to him, William White, 
They came and they helped the uh, tornado victims in Beaver Creek. Just stopped by, gave them golf balls, signed it, talked to them. Trussell was a, just a terrific person, individual. The guy next to him, William White, played in the 80s. He was a captain. He has ALS now. He played 11 years in the pros. He can't even move his arms. I don't know if you can see that. When he and I am together, I have to uh, cut open his uh, snacks so he can eat it. Uh, but he, they just keep helping people. And that bottom two pitchers, he's out at the tornado victims talking to them, both these guys, and seeing what we can do to help. So I know that your program's about right to life, and I couldn't agree more with that, and I will stand for that. The people who can't stand for themselves, we have to stand for. But uh, being a Christian is about just being kind and taking care of people. That's the way Jesus would have wanted it. And that's how I like to handle myself and people like William White and Trussell. So since you were there, I thought I'd mention that. You know, kind and good is kind and good. Doesn't matter what color you are, what persuasion, what partisanship you are. And my absolute favorite support is our veterans for obvious reasons. After that, though, taking care of people, being kind. That's what we're about. Okay. Well, gosh, that's uh, that's a lot of things. You gave out your number. If you wanted to call Representative Perales yourself, 937-604-5637. If you're a veteran, need to talk to a veteran and you don't know, 211, if you're local, right? That works, what, across the state of Ohio? I'm not quite sure. I know it works in the Miami Valley into okay. northern Cincinnati. Uh, we're trying to get the United Way to get that up in Toledo and Cleveland, and, and it'll happen, but it takes money. Okay, right. Basically, the probably the listener viewers for the most part of this of this series, it'll work for right. yes. Miami Valley and perhaps in the Cincinnati area, probably. Right. And Bob, they have my number. Call and say, hey, I was on Bob's podcast and I had a question. Uh, the fact is, here's the here's the issue: is so many people want and care about our vets. They want to help. They just don't know how. So some people that have that are doing quite well financially can give money. Other people can volunteer to help. There's a lot of opportunities there, but you got to reach the right people to talk to them about that. And I can help them connect. Right. All right. Terrific. And as you mentioned, you can go to your local your local VA center. There's always probably always opportunities to help and volunteer there as well, as you mentioned. And remember, every county has its own uh, veteran service commission. Stood up by the county commissioners. So if a veteran is really struggling on, I'm out, how do I get this benefit? Uh, That may be the best place to first call. You know, the fact is there are resources, places to go for for, uh, veterans to get help. And uh, it's that first call on a 211, your county veteran services. And and like I said, call me. Uh, I will put you in touch with the right person. Or Cassie Barlow, I gave you Soshi. You can get a hold of her there. A commander, a colonel, you know. Uh, and I'm so glad, Bob, that you told me you serve. That ki- kind of connects us, even though I've never met you before. Right. A veteran is a veteran. And I guess let me leave with this. Veterans, as you know, Bob, don't do this because they want to pat on the back or, or to be thanked, right? right? They do it because it's a calling, because it's service. Even if it's to get an education or whatnot, they know that this is their life they're putting on the line. When you see that vet with the hat, that says that, or somehow you know someone's a vet, right. you know, they don't need you to say thank you, but boy, it's, they, it means a lot to them if someone says, thanks for your service. So right. simple. You can't right. do anything else. Thank you. You're at Kroger's in line. You see a, a 90-year-old vet, just, hey, thank you for your service, because that means a lot to them. 
My father-in-law in particular was, because uh, he served in Vietnam, uh, you know, and he was very active in his veterans affairs. He was a treasurer, I guess. Um, anyway, and he, so he had a jacket. He wore his hat and his jacket all the time. So any uh, license plate, you know, I was very. Well, but Bob, very, think about it. Our, our Vietnam vets especially were spat on. They weren't right. welcome back. We right. did them a big disservice. And, and, and now we hopefully can try to make it right by saying we know what you went through. We understand how hard it was. So, you know, God bless you guys for making the vets a topic because sometimes they're simply forgotten. And that's not right. You're right. It's not. We need to be, we need to be very concerned about all of our citizens and also those who have given so much given so much of his life, dedicated their lives for our freedoms, right? That we should be able to help them as well. All right. Well, thanks for talking with us today about how we can better take care of our veterans and the ones who have defended our freedoms living right here, especially in the state, all over the country, but in particular right here in the state of Ohio. Thanks for talking with us today, Representative Perales. Absolutely. My pleasure, Bob. Thank you, sir. Thank you for what you're doing. And I want to thank all our viewers and listeners for tuning in on this episode of our Being Pro-Life series. Tune in next week. We'll have another special edition talking about our I Vote Catholic initiative, helping to keep us all better informed of how we can form our consciences and vote well in our upcoming election. So we'll see you next week.